ಓಮ ಜ್ಞಾನಚಿರಂಧ್ಯಾನಂಜನ ಶಲಾಕಾಯ What could be the cause or causes of disciples losing faith in Guru or not being able to develop this faith properly? Koji mogu biti razlozi da učenik ne razvije vjeru u svog duhovnog učitelja ili da je uopće u nekoj mjeri ili uopće da je ne razvije? What could be the causes of losing What could be the cause or causes of, cause disi- or cause of, disciple losing of disciples losing faith in Guru? Well, it could be either that uh, the, the uh, Guru is uh, acting in a, or speaking in a manner that is, uh, causes loss of faith or that the, or that the disciple is influenced or thinks in a wrong way. Faith, Lord Krishna describes in Bhagavad Gita, is in, in various, there are various levels or modes of faith. So faith in that which is sat, that which is proper, is discussed by Lord Krishna in Bhagavad Gita. So if the Guru is acting on a proper platform, and then the disciple has faith in the Guru, then that's a very... Uh, that... that kind of faith is conducive for coming to the platform of sat, coming to the proper platform. But if the guru ceases to act on the platform, on the proper platform, then that's a cause for losing faith. And according to Shastra, the disciple in such a circumstance should withdraw faith. That's Prabhupada quotes that from Bhishma Dev in Mahabharata speaking to Parashuram Guru api avaliptasya karya karya ajanataha utpanna pratipannasya parityago vidhiyate that if the Guru was previously properly situated but later acts in a different way doesn't know or how to instruct properly or is uh, fallen from his position, then he should be given up. So that's an instance where the, the faith should be withdrawn. On the other hand, in the uh, case where the guru is properly situated, is giving proper instruction, is not fallen into sense gratification. That was one of the third conditions. Helplessly entangled in sense gratification. Yeah. And the guru, the, the disciple loses faith. Well, that's not proper on the disciple's part. Causes of that? Uh, maybe bad association. Uh, if one associates with people who are unnecessarily critical, non-devotees, people who are offensive towards devotees, then that may be a cause of losing faith. Offensiveness on the part of the disciple. Uh, someone may blame the guru 
and use it as an excuse for the person themselves not acting in Krishna consciousness. They themselves are rascals and they, they want to uh, give up Krishna consciousness so they can pursue a life of sense gratification. And they blame my guru this, my guru that. But actually they're, they're just looking for an excuse to avoid following. So these may be some causes. I mean there may be unlimited permutations and combinations. But if one is sincere, then Krishna will give the guidance by which one can come to Krishna. If not, then we can invent hundreds of reasons not to come to Krishna. This verse from Mahabharata, which I quoted, it's not that one simply gives up the Guru, but then that doesn't mean then you're, they're finished with Krishna consciousness, but Srila Prabhupada quoted this verse and he said, that according to Jiva Goswami, this means one should give up that person and find out the proper Guru who can properly guide you. So, there are some thoughts. Maybe others want to speak some more on that. It's not supposed to be like the the everyday thing, like, you know, it seems to me that some, often we get asked this question, how do you choose a guru? It's, it always sounds to me like, how do you choose a pair of socks or something like this? Like, it's such a light thing. Picked up a guru, I didn't like him so much, so I just threw him out. Maybe I'll try another one. It's, it's not supposed to be an everyday affair. You know, like people have, they get divorced five or six times. And then, oh, so you know, when didn't like that guru, I'll try another one, and like this. So it's not supposed to be an everyday affair. Unfortunately, in our ISKCON, there have been uh, unexpected cases of uh, gurus those who are acting in the position of guru falling down. That doesn't mean that the principle of accepting a guru should be rejected. And many people say, well, that sh- they, they may lose faith and think, well, that shows Krishna consciousness doesn't work. But I always say it shows it does work. Because in each case, if guru api, even though a guru if one, that verse begins, if one doesn't follow the principles as given in Shastra, then even if one is in a highly exalted position, then one falls down. So actually it proves the point in Shastra that one has to uh, live according to the principles of Shastra, then he's good. What is what is that verse? Achinoti yashastrani achare stapiyatiyapi swayam acharite yasmad acharyas tena kirtitaha. One is glorified as a guru, not just said to be, is glorified as a guru. If one shastra in society through one's own behavior, so if one see, if one 
does that, but then if he ceases to do that, uh, that's then uh, he cannot be accepted as as a guru. So it's a razor's edge. And if those who don't follow very strictly, they cannot maintain that position. It's not it's not a joke. Even taking to Krishna consciousness, that razor's edge, Shurasya Dhara. It's like a razor's edge. It's a great opportunity, but we have to follow very seriously this this half hearted take you know, take it as you like approach to Krishna consciousness. It's never gonna work. It's never gonna work. This the idea that you can just relax, take it easy and you just do as you like. It's never going to work. It's a war against Maya. So, if we're very serious, Krishna will give us the help. If not, then we can take a little cafeteria, we can take cafeteria style Krishna consciousness. Take a little bit that you like of this, take a little bit of that that you like, mix it all up and do as you like. But you're not going to get Krishna's mercy like that. So those are some thoughts. It's a big topic. Question for you, Maharaj. What is the meaning of, or how can we explain the term hearing with humility? Koje značenje izraza slušanje s poniznošću? Hearing with humility. Hearing with submissiveness, usually. We yeah, what's about, the meaning of, of uh, or can you explain the term hearing with humility? Yeah, well, y- y- submissiveness is the term that Prabhupada used to use. Yeah. Uh, it, it means hearing with the under. It's hearing with submissiveness. Submissiveness means hearing with the understanding that I am in a position of a student. I need to learn. The opposite of that is a. And the person who's speaking, we accept at least tentatively as say, listen, I can, I'm here to, I can learn something. The opposite of that is hearing in a challenging mood. Well, that's not really hear, you can't really hear in a challenging mood. Uh, it means that you're just thinking that I know more and you're just want to defeat that person. So it's a difference of attitude. One can learn with a, if one hears with submission, that's true of any subject. If you go into uh, school and the teacher says, now we're going to teach about differential calculus and puts the sign on the... and you say, ah, that's all some squiggles, that doesn't mean... that's just a bunch of rubbish. You don't know and therefore you think no one else can know. And uh, you you don't accept that the person's got anything to teach you, then you can't learn. So submission is required to learn anything, to hear with submission. But hearing it does just standing with your hands folded. You don't learn either. You have to hear also. 
one actually has to hear, which means to try to understand. And uh, generally we have so many misconceptions. So if we understand that I have misconceptions I require to learn, then we can learn. But it may be difficult to accept, even though we know we need to hear, it may be difficult to accept due to the misconceptions we have, like Arjuna in Bhagavad Gita. He submitted himself as a student to Krishna, but at the same time he had difficulty understanding what Krishna said because of his Arjuna's misconceptions. But because he was submissive, he recognized that though even though I don't understand, I'm probably wrong, so let me ask Krishna to explain this. He accepted Krishna as being competent to explain this, which Krishna did. Arjuna expressed his doubts. I heard, I didn't understand, it doesn't seem to make sense to me. Explain more, Arjuna asked. Please try. That There's a very good example of that when Krishna said that... Uh, Previously I spoke this knowledge to Vivasvan and then Arjuna said Aparang Bhavato Janma Parang Janma Vivasvataha Katame Tadvijani Yan Twamado Proktavaniti. He said that well Vivasvan the sun god he's much older than you uh, how could you have spoken this use you said that you spoke to him, but he's so much older than you. How can I properly understand this? That you spoke to him. He didn't say, Arjuna didn't say to Krishna that ah, this is just impossible. I, I, I can't. This is nonsense. I can't accept it. But he accepted that there's something going. How can I understand this? Is what he asked. He had, even though it seemed inconceivable to Arjuna, uh, he asked submissively, how, how can this be understood? He understood that Krishna understood. I don't understand. The fault is with me, not with Krishna. There's something that, that's why he approached Krishna in the first place as a guru, because he knew that Krishna understood in a better way than he did. And therefore, when this particular point came up, he asked, please explain this. I don't understand this. And then Krishna again stated the same principle which he had already taught Arjuna, that this soul is eternal, but we pass from body to body to body. But Krishna again stated that point in relation to himself, Krishna, and Arjuna. Bahuni me vyatitani janmani tavacharjuna. That I've taken many births in you. I remember that. I was teaching that in the beginning. In the Bhagavad Gita, so... It's not just theoretical, it's you and me. So that's how it's possible. I remember. Tanya hung Veda Saravani. I remember them all. Natvang Veda Parantapra. You don't. You don't remember, but I do. So that's an example of Arjuna's submissive hearing by which he was able to learn. There's an example. Inherent it seems inherent in what Srila Prabhupada was saying when that we shouldn't expect utopia and we should expect there's some disagreement between devotees. It seems that inherent in there is the understanding that 
all parties concerned are basically sincere to serve Krishna and to promote the movement. Whereas uh, sometimes, for instance, uh, in some places in this area, we find that someone may have an institutional position and for years and years and years they're in that position and are widely suspected of and at some point some evidence may be brought of actually using the position to uh, exploit for their own monetary gain and they have very little spiritual standing whatsoever. I mean, they're, they're never seen in any temple program or any such thing. And they've actually taken the, the position to uh, exploit the devotional sentiments of others for their own sense gratificatory aims and they're not prepared to give it up by any discussion, by any reasonable discussion. So such situations do arise and I bring that up because I think most of the, I mean we don't like to discuss all these things here actually. That's one of the principles, has been one of the principles of this festival, not to discuss politics because otherwise it can go on forever and ever. But um, these questions are being asked on the background of such situations. What do you do? And uh, it's very difficult. And often it's very difficult to get the GBC uh, you know, involved and you know, a committee comes and make an investigation. No one does anything. That's been the situation in this area and we're Oh, no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let, let me speak. Let me finish it. So, so we're uh, grateful that we, that Prahlad Anand, I was just going to say that. Prahlad Anandamara is now the GBC uh, here and uh, we're very hopeful of, of, you know, changes for the better. It's not difficult when the situation has been difficult for many years. It's but we're hoping for something better now. In, in, some devotees are here from Czech Republic, and it's not exactly the same situation. But you know, similar difficulties where leaders are entrenched and they won't listen to anyone. People come sincerely wanting to serve Krishna, and then things are not as they should be, and it seems no one can do anything about it. Or, and maybe you could ask for Pallad and Anaswami as a GPC there also. <laughs> Czech Republic. And it just sometimes it seems it seems to be easier to go along with with the status quo and just and but no one becomes Krishna conscious. The movement is can be for years, of course. So, what to do in such a circumstance? Keep the faith. What's the other line in that song? Keep the faith, something like that. Anyway, uh, it may be difficult circumstances, but we have to try to be Krishna conscious, even if the very movement that was set up for that purpose seems to be working against the very principles